It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. Let's take a moment to talk about the difference between effectiveness and efficiency. And I know it kind of sounds the same, but I would argue that the two have some different characteristics. And I think it's important for us to differentiate between the two. So when I think of efficiency, I think if I had to put a definition on it, it's about doing things correctly, but also in a reasonable amount of time. We're trying to improve our work attitude and we're ready to disturb our work-life balance to generate more output. To boost our efficiency, we tend to eradicate activities that are going to, or well, that don't increase the amount of desired stuff getting done. Oh, I can't take a break, or I need overtime, or I must finish this big project, or I guess I'll just have a desk lunch. Constant efficiency growth becomes the main goal, something that should be instrumental in becoming essential. So what I'm trying to say is if you start thinking about efficiency, efficiency can be negative efficiency or positive efficiency, which is really, really interesting because I don't think a lot of people take the two into account. They run with, hey, I'm being efficient and efficient is better, but is efficiency always better? We always assume that effort is uh, is a total properly done output delivered by a person, while time is the time slot when effort was made. There are two ways of increasing uh, that factor either by producing more output within a given time slot, that's option one, or by decreasing the time span with the effort scope maintained, that's option two. Although we have two options, they both usually end up with more global output being produced. Even if we decrease the time slot needed for the tasks, like an option two, time slots gained are used for new activities, which is really, really interesting. So this is one of those things where you hear me talk a lot about limiting whip, but you also hear me talk a lot about Parkinson's law. And I've had someone argue with me that Little's law and Parkinson's law are at odds with one another, where Parkinson's law says that work will artificially expand to fill a pre-allocated amount of time. And Little's law says to start getting things finished and stop starting new things. I would argue that those two work pretty well together, that if you finish the things that you've begun and you're effectively getting things done, then as long as you are not using the remaining time or the new time that you found uh, by not letting work artificially expand, the other law, (laughs) then what's going to happen is as long as you honor your whip limits, you're going to be fine. So... I guess where I'm trying to go with this, because that was kind of confusing. I went scientific for a second. People can hide the amount of time preserved for duties to make an impression that they're being efficient, that they're having efficient growth. We can increase, I'm putting increase in air quotes here. We can increase efficiency by overworking ourselves instead of improving our work process and becoming more efficient. Uh, now that we've figured that out, I, I think it's just a matter of how do we work smarter and not harder? How do we work better and not necessarily faster, but still maintain that level of efficiency necessary? 
when boosting efficiency becomes the main goal of the activity, when you're trying to just be more efficient and be more efficient, that's when things fall south. I remember I was at a client who, you know, uh, it was a senior leadership person who called me in and they complained they didn't have transparency into a JIRA backlog. And, you know, didn't you teach about transparency? Of course I did. So I went in and I asked the team and we gave this VP permission to see their JIRA backlog uh, or their JIRA, their, their whole JIRA board. And uh, this this uh, leader called me in and said, oh, I found the issue. Get in here. You know, and I went in and I said, yeah, what did you find? What's up? And he says, see right here? It says Ritesh worked 6.2 hours instead of 8 yesterday. I want you to go ask him if he wants to take the other 1.8 a sick time or vacation time. I'm tired of these inefficiencies. And I thought to myself, I don't know that that is any inefficiency. Um, in fact, I would argue that Ritesh in that case was being an overachiever since both Toyota and Cubby says the average person works 5.89 hours a day. So I think sometimes we confuse effectiveness with inefficiency, which is really, really interesting. So if I guess if you're boosting efficiency and, and, and not looking at whether you're being effective or not, you're feeling enjoyment mostly from increasing the tempo of your work, but it creates that death spiral that's just going to cause you to crash and burn. At some point, you can't speed up or even keep up with the tempo that you've gotten. So the main source for your, the main source for your enjoyment, the boosting efficiency is gone. Right. So this is one of those things where you hear uh, all the time I talk about when a team is really performing, what are they rewarded with more work? And that's not the right answer. You need to find an alternative that brings enjoyment or else you will experience complete burnout. So the root cause of that whole scenario is that we confuse effectiveness with efficiency. We treat those two as synonyms while they're essentially completely different concepts. Let's mark this. Effectiveness is responsible for goal setting and decision making. It's at a strategic level. Efficiency is only an implementation instrument or a tactical tool. You're effective when taking proper direction. Following the direction in the right way is efficiency. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so if you think about it from that perspective, now it all makes sense. Now you can discern the difference. When people are trying to analyze what they're trying to do and um, trying to figure out how they're going to fulfill their fullest potential in a job market, or did they take the right classes in school, or people having problems with efficient work and getting things done, or supervisors want people to work 8.0 hours a day instead of 6.2. We just went there, right? You'll find that people are automatically introducing bias. And uh, we, we can call it efficiency bias if you'd like. <laughs> and this bias is that because you're not putting in the time, that you're not being as efficient as you could be, that you're robbing them of time, when in actuality, you can be effective. The, the one thing that comes to mind here, and I'm going to use this as my final example, is homeschooling. So uh, we've homeschooled all four of our children. And what I can tell you is a lot of people you know, judge people who homeschool thinking, oh, your kids are going to turn out weird or they're going to turn out different or things aren't going to go as planned. And what I can tell you is my kids could finish their entire school day in anywhere from two to four hours. And that sounds crazy, but it's not because we weren't giving them enough work or they weren't learning. It's because the things that they had to do and had to get done, they just got up and got them done as opposed to stretching them out over an entire eight hour day filled with a bunch of buffer and crap and stuff that didn't really get them effectiveness. So what they were doing 
is taking the better parts, being effective, using their time wisely or more efficiently to open up more time so that they could use that time to do the things they enjoy to prevent them from getting burned out. There you go. I just told you the secret to life. And uh, I'll give you a Drucker quote real quick because this kind of supports it. There is nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should be not done at all. There you go. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have a topic you want to discuss, learn more at AgileDad.com. We'd love to hear from you. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care. 